Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. How is everybody? Oh, uh, let me see. Okay. Sorry. My my audio shit just lost its mind. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine the audio fucking up on my show. Yeah, go figure. Let me call Jay. Um, we're we're <laughs> we're not gonna talk about my hand. Hi Jay. Hey jeans. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, same old crap. Margo's Margo's asking me about my hand. I um I smashed my finger. Uh okay. Yeah, well, the wind blew the basement door and I was pointing, so it it smashed my finger between the door and the door jam. And of course, with my hands, it feels like my entire left hand got smashed with a sledgehammer. But, you know, hey, that'll teach you to point. Don't point. Don't point yeah. at people. It's Don't it's, point lest ye be pointed to. Yeah, it's it's not <clears throat> nice. Yeah, it's just, it's not a nice thing. And Mother Nature will go, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> my, my finger got pretty well ripped up when I was sitting in my office chair. And little did I know, my, my left ring finger was like under the table. And then I got up off, off my office chair and... The spring-loaded chair just jammed my finger right up underneath the table. Shit like that would happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me see. What is going on there? Okay. There we go. That's better. Now my microphone will work right. I'm like, why is my microphone not working right? Well, probably because it was three feet away. <sighs> well, whatever. Did, did you watch... Did you watch part one of that Dr. Siegel's response to Stanton Glantz's interview on RegWatch? I, I did, but I mean, to be honest, I didn't watch the original interview with Stanton Glantz because I knew what it was going to consist of, and I just, I was having a bad week already, so. Oh, well, when you get time, you should listen to it, though. You, you really right. should. I know you don't want to, but you should. Um, because... I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Yeah. No, no, the, 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 the interview, the part one with, with Dr. Siegel, obviously, was excellent. Yes. Dr. Siegel is phenomenal. I'm not saying I didn't watch that. I'm saying I didn't watch the original part one and two of the Stanton Glantz interview. Um, well, you know, um, Stanton Glantz was Stanton Glantz, and I wanted to reach through my computer and, and throttle him because, you know, he's just a money-grubbing asshole. Right. Um, you know. I mean, his his livelihood is funded from the MSA. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's got a PhD in what? Mechanical engineering? Mm-hmm. And, and now he's, you know, he's, you know, acting on behalf of 
big pharma. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, just, and he, you know, his honorary PhD. <laughs> you know, he likes to to throw around that PhD thing, and he and and little is made of the fact that it's an honorary PhD. But whatever. Um, but Dr. Michael Siegel. stressed that we are not using that we are but that the anti-smoking groups are not using fact-based science right and that's a big deal and nobody realizes that well we do we do (laughs) but the the media presents him as dr Stanton Glantz. Yes. Um, leading leading researcher in tobacco control and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, holy fuck. The, the biggest thing that got me out of the first part of the interview was Brent got him to acknowledge the fact that the first study, the first paper they wrote on e-cigarettes was doing nothing but going over other people's research. They didn't actually do anything. But, well, I, that in and of itself is not a bad thing. I mean, we have people doing analysis on on re, on already existing research all the time. That in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's when you start twisting words that you start to run into issues. Well, we know he's just he's just going to continue to cherry pick what he wants, and that's what right. he puts out. And then Margo, <laughs> Margo, thank you, Jan, thank you. Um, <laughs> that whole other story that I was so pissed off about, Margo got it from Jan, and and just had to share it on my wall. So I went and read it, and it absolutely pissed me off um, because it illustrates exactly the depths that these people will go to to convince the non-smokers that we are evil and right. tobacco is evil mm-hmm. you know um, yeah i mean uh, when it comes down to it it's all an emotional argument and and that's where we have a lot i'm using the term we very loosely that's where we end up losing a lot of ground because a lot of what's happened to the vaping industry over the last two, three years, it's, it's pretty douchey. (laughs) You know, when you look, when, when somebody thinks of a vapor now, what do they think of? I'm speaking of the general public, not clouds and beards and clouds and beards and big holes in the ears and young kids and flat brim hats and, you know, puff the magic Fred Durst. Right. (laughs) 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 That's what that's what people think of now. And whose fault is that? It's it's certainly the media's fault. It's certainly the scientific community's fault, but it's also our fault. Because we turned vaping into a trend instead of keeping it what it should be, which is a means to get off the sticks. I was it's not anybody. It's not, and I'm not singling anybody out. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault, but this is this is just reality. This is this is what we're facing now. 
we we kind of made it easy well, to and make you know, fun of us to to make us look we bad. And we're still doing it though. We are and we're still, still do- and we're still it. doing it. it it's Somebody starting posted, to weigh there's, down. There's another. There's like, oh, you know, CJ and Andrew, of course. Um, hmm. CJ was the Love other day. Yeah, CJ was trying to educate this vape shop because they're putting out new flavors. Mm-hmm. And CJ was trying to explain to them that they are not allowed to be releasing brand new flavors right now. It is right. after August the eighth. We all know this. Right. We we know what these regulations say. We have all read them. Um, my stupid ass has read them on multiple readings. Um, and a lot of it still doesn't fucking make sense to me. And I think they did it that way on purpose. But but the August 8th date, is a, it was a pretty concrete number that they gave us. Right. I mean, there's there is no debating August the 8th of this year. As of now, correct. Yes. As of right now, it is what it is. And I am, oh my God, trolls came out of the woodwork. And of course, you know, CJ can deal with trolls really well. He, it's, it's just CJ, you know, mm. I mean, don't, don't try to out troll CJ. It's just not going to happen. Um, take your toys and go home, kids. But it, I mean, it was, it was absolutely insane. The justifications these people were coming out with. Right. And, you know, and fuck the government and we're going to do what we want to do. It's our freedom. No, asshole. <laughs> you, you, are, you are going completely against a very clear cutoff that was issued. Right. Well, well you know what? I, if, if, that's, if that was their argument, I have a hard time telling them that they're wrong. I mean, if they're saying, if they're saying, if they're literally just saying, fuck the regulations, fuck the government, it's my right. I can't disagree with that because they're right. They're correct. This is our right. This is our right. We should be allowed to keep releasing new flavors unless somebody can prove that what we're doing is wrong in some way. I can't argue with them. Yes, they're correct. But if they think they're going to get away with it. That's a different thing. That's a, that's a completely different argument. Because right now, by the letter of the regulation, we can't. Correct. Sh- should we be able to? Yes, we should be able to. But right. we cannot because right. these regulations are in place. And they are what they are. I mean, you can't you can't read that and say, well, no, I can because I feel like it. Right. You, you can't. And the, some of the justifications that were coming out are insane. I mean, we've still got assholes releasing juice lines in, in marketing packages that look like a little kid's juice box. And, and I know this to be a fact because I was playing Angry Birds 2 and the ad, the pop-up ad that came up in the middle of it was, guess what, for a little kid's juice box. And do you know how close it looked to that product, that new e-cigarette liquid that I saw? Right. Really, really fucking close. We continue to shoot ourselves in the foot. We continue to give people ammunition to use against us. And and we all want to bitch about it on Facebook. We all want to bitch about it on Twitter and, and all the other social networking whatever. But the reality is people keep buying this shit. Yes, shops are buying it and consumers are buying it. 
So what are you going to do? How are you going to fight that? That's that's the fucked up thing is people are, are continuing to buy this. Yeah. Because and it's, you know, it's all sucralose laden bullshit. Like it's, it's some asshole who has no idea how to mix juice. It comes up with a recipe that just has 90% sucralose and 4% flavoring and just says, yeah, go ahead, throw it out there. Put a nice cartoon character on it, wrap it in a box and we can charge, you know, we can charge eight, eight to 10 bucks wholesale for it because people will buy it. That's it. That's it. I guess you know, and what's the FDA going to do? Send them a warning letter <laughs> and then they'll stop, you know, I, and these are all, these are all children. They're all 22, 23 year old kids that have nothing to lose. Oh, will you stop what's the government going to do? They're legal are they gonna, adults. Are, are they going to take their house away? No, because they don't own a house. They're still living in their parents' basement. <laughs> they don't have a car or if they do, it's just some Beamer that they bought right off the lot without even looking at anything. And what, you know, all right. Oh, you take my Beamer, uh, you know, oh, well now I'm back to riding my trike. You know, it, it just doesn't matter to them. They have nothing. They have nothing invested in this industry. They have nothing invested in this community. And they're still at that newly turned adult station in life where they want to look at people and go, ha, huh, fuck you. I'm an adult now. I can do this. I can do that. Well, in trying to explain to people that just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. It, Absolutely. And that's the difference is they're old enough that they are a legal adult. I think everybody, when you turn 18 years old, should be considered a legal adult. I think that the federal government needs, should pick one age. Okay, here you are a minor. Here you are an adult. It applies I, to everything. One, I, one fucking age. Completely um, agree with that. If you want to make it 18, fine, it's 18. Quit, quit making other things like, you know, drinking and all this other stuff. Like, you know, well, you can join the military, you can register for the draft, you can vote, you can do all this stuff at 18, but you're still a child. So you right. can't touch any of this other stuff for another three years. Pick, pick, pick a fucking age here, people. Yep. Um, I am, I am all for less government. I think, and I am no longer a Pennsylvania resident, of course. Um, but I keep sharing Chris Hughes's posts all over the fucking place. And, you know, because Chris is about less government. And I think any politician running on a less invasive government platform, um, should really get a lot of attention right now. Because we just keep expanding the reach of state and federal government. And, and it's fucking ridiculous. At some point here, um, people are going to start bitching about water and, and drinking. There's going to be a branch of the government that, that goes out and, and inspects water continuously and tells you what kind of water you have to drink. Um, it's it's, it's going to happen, you know. Um, well, and it has happened in a lot of ways. And there are a lot of municipalities that won't allow you to collect rainwater. Or tax you. Or they'll tax you on the rainwater. Or they're tax they'll tax you on the solar. Yeah, that was another big one that really pissed <laughs> you know, me off. You know what? You want to tax me on solar? You go ahead and, and, and tell the sun to stop beaming shit at my house. And that's what I don't get. 
is these these municipalities, the people that live in these areas, should be having an absolute shit fit. The fucking government does not own the sunshine. Right. They don't. But these people are going, oh, well, you know, they said they have to recoup, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Fuck you. They're trying to tax you on sunshine. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. But, you know, they convince the majority of the people that this one area they want to put a tax on, it's for the greater good. And then they move on to something else that a different 80% of the population doesn't give a fuck about. And, and they go after that. And they just, they chip away at all of the stuff. I mean, are these regulations fucked up? Yes, they are. They're an absolute train wreck. But I think the thing that pisses me off about our regulations and a lot of the other regulations, I mean, the Department of Energy is putting their blessing on all of this solar taxation bullshit. But we have got all of these unelected government officials passing laws well not they're not passing laws but writing the laws and making the regulations against us and we mm -hmm. have absolutely no way to express our displeasure with these people and the shitty job that they're doing at at the election booth because they're not fucking elected no And then, so here we are, trying to fight 499 pages worth of sick, demented, twisted shit that contradicts itself repeatedly. And what do we do? We just keep handing them, just keep handing them more ammo to use against us. Do you see people are harassing the judge? In the lawsuit? Oh, don't get me started. I'm sure I'm going to have to talk about that tomorrow during VCC Live. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to talk about it. People, <sighs> <laughs> so, people actually think that it is a good thing or an acceptable thing to be writing and calling the judge over this lawsuit. What the fuck? Well, you know, you know what? I I want to make it clear. I don't blame the people who made the calls and sent the emails. I don't blame them. I blame the people who organized that effort. And I have no idea who they who these people are, but I'm sure somebody did organize this effort. If somebody um, organized because, this because effort, they need to with a, a stick. Fucking, before you organize a fucking effort, you should understand what that effort entails and what the results could possibly be. Because telling a judge, please don't ban vaping, is not going to help your cause. Oh, the judge Overloading is, the judge's the, office. The judge's job is to interpret a regulation against law, against the Constitution. Their job is not to decide whether or not something should or shouldn't be banned. Or if it hurt your feelings. It's not their fucking problem. That's not their job. And anybody who was organizing that effort should be outed and should oh, be yeah. ostracized. If if this was an organized thing, and, and I tend to agree with you, I can't 
believe that it wasn't. Um, whoever organized this should be put on public blast because it was a very foolish, very stupid, very uninformed thing to do. It is yep. not going to help us in any way. All it's actually going to accomplish is pissing the judge off, which, by the way, it did, folks. You yes, pissed off did. the judge. The judge is really fucking angry. And now everybody wants to say, oh, well, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's the ants. Maybe the ants did it on purpose to make the judge mad at us. No, I don't. Do I think that they would stoop that low? Yeah, if they're using dead children in California to try to push a tobacco tax. Yeah, yeah I think they would. But I don't think that they did. I, I think that this is a bunch of vapors who have been led to believe that they were doing a good thing. And sadly, you are misinformed, people. It was a very bad move for us. It is going to reflect verily, verily, <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> I just, I just combined very and poorly together. Um, it is going to reflect very poorly for us. You just don't fuck with a federal judge. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I know everybody's panicked and I, and I get that. Jay, how long did we say this was, we knew, we knew this was going to happen. We knew people were not paying attention to this shit. It was going to come back and it was going to bite us in the ass. They released the regulations. It came back and bit us in the ass. And now you got a bunch of people that didn't give a fuck prior. Giving a fuck. Yep. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're really scared and they want to do something. And, of course, um, everybody thinks that, you know, you show your ass, you know, that'll, that'll help you out. Well, that's not always the case and here we are um so <laughs> we we're behaving poorly on many different fronts we still have advocacy groups bitching about other advocacy groups or not groups bitching about groups we have members of one group bitching about another group over and over and over again um because you know their advocacy group is the only right advocacy group which is bullshit um They've all done something for us. Um, I I think that some some of the things that we've done um, probably weren't in our best interest, but we we tried to do something. Um, Cole Bishop is out there. You've got people that are for the Cole Bishop. You've got people that are against the Cole Bishop, and 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 they're fighting. Oh my God, people, just shut up. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much to the point now where I'm just going to sit back and watch. I, I mean, I mean wh what do you even fight for? No matter what I fight for, I'm going to get resistance both from friends and enemies. So what's the fucking point right now? In my mind, honestly, hold a gun to my head, I would tell you we lost this battle about two years ago. Once vaping became... A trend and once it became cool and once it was no longer middle-aged boring people that the media didn't give a fuck about that's when we started losing this battle i have said for a long time that vaping being cool was not going to benefit us and i was right 
Um, you know, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that that I would rather have these young kids smoking because I wouldn't. No, of course not. And and I'm generalizing by and large. I mean, because two, two, three, four years ago, we still had people who were in their 20s who were really cool and really laid back and they just wanted to vape and, and like hang out with us and have fun. It wasn't about tricks and, and comps and, you know, just showing off. And like, conventions. You know, that, look how expensive my vape is. Like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking getting me that's like look look how expensive my trip to the er was because i od'd on heroin you know is that something that people like brag about (laughs) just it's stupid it's stupid but that's what it became that's what it became i am not gonna get to VaporCon this year it's just not in the cards for me this year What Um, what about vcc tn i'm gonna try to get to vcc tn because um, I'm still, I'm still, I, I'm going to have a table there, um, but I'm still not a hundred percent that I'm going to be there. Well, if you're going to have a table there, you know, you could sell drip tips. <laughs> um, you you want to wholesale me some drip tips? I'll, I'll make sure they get, they make it to the table. Of course I would. Yeah, we could do that. Um, but here I sit and I'm, and I'm really sad that I am not going to get to go to VaporCon this year because Lou announced that it's going to be the last one. I and, don't believe that for a second. Well, it, <laughs> I mean, I believe that Lou believes it. I, you know, cause Lou's, Lou's one of the most stand up guys you'll meet in this industry. I just, I firmly believe that there's still a market for the old school vapors, uh, that need a place to meet up. And if he doesn't do it next year, maybe I'll throw something together. Well, and I mean, if VaporCon was the first gathering of vapors I'd ever been to. Ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. Uh, no, no, that's not true. I went to um, one of Spikey's events before that. No, I, I have never gotten to go to an NVC meet. To a vape I went. I went to an NVC and then I went to uh, one of the ones in Michigan. Vape Expo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Honestly, it was I don't know. But um, I didn't meet you had... until the first year I went to VaporCon. That was the year that I actually met you in person. Yes. And that was what three, four years ago. Four years ago. Four years. But I mean, I, I miss that, and and the thing that the reason that VaporCon is so near and dear to me, is because it has never Lou. Lou has never allowed it to go past a meet. And that's that. And that's, uh, yes. I mean, that's, it was, all. it's even the last one that I went to, which was, I guess, going on two years now. Uh, it was still just a meet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, I mean, it, it had an advocacy component, like he always welcomes Casa and all the all the great advocacy groups there yeah. to have panels and whatnot, but it's really just about community. That's all it is. You've got a f- you've got a few vendors there's, lining the sides. Of, there's of, more of, tables. Of yeah, there's and more tables all, for all people to sit at than there are vendors. But they they've all they were all there from the beginning. They were all part of what made the community, not 
people who just like tried to take advantage of it. It was well, all always... just it's all it's all old school. It's all like these are the people who created this entire phenomenon. Yep, and there are always vendors that have startup gear. Yep. At VaporCon, always. Always, um, even though a, 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 you know, smokers typically aren't going to show up there unless they're brought there by a vapor. Do you know who True Love is from Vape TV uh, and ECF? Um, True Love, and I'm and I'm I miss True Love. He was such a fantastic guy. He, he sounds um, sexy. Well, <laughs> well, he is too. He's a cute little kid too. Um, he, he's not. He's my age, but, um, but True Love is this awesome guy and and he was walking around and he's like you know he says man he said i've got vendors that are wanting to give me stuff to give away he said how are we going to give stuff away he's going to do something i said well you know why don't you why don't you get them to give you starter kits and give them away to people that'll give you smokes mm-hmm. and he looked at me and he goes that's a fucking great idea and off he went. And yep. there were so many packs of cigarettes laying on the floor there that, and people that got starter gear and walked out of there with starter gear. And when, when I say starter gear and when you say starter gear, we are in a whole different realm of thinking than most vape shops right now. Not all. Uh, right, yeah. Most, Not all. You talk starter gear, you're talking a sub box kit or, or like, you know anything that contains all the hardware needed a sub ohm tank all, it, and 150 it's watt always, box yeah it's always going to be That's... a sub ohm kit of some sort unless you come across a responsible vendor who will have like aios and things like that mm-hmm. available for purchase which which does happen quite a bit if you're a responsible vendor you should have that shit and I when a, a when a 35 year old when a 35 year old woman comes into your shop and says i need to quit smoking you shouldn't be pointing her to a sub-ohm kit, period. You should be pointing her to an AIO or something else that that replicates a mouth-to-lung inhale like like they had with their cigarette. And, have, and you should have at least some 12-milligram e-liquid on hand or greater. I'm still making 24-milligram e-liquid. I'm still making it. I started making it again. But I can I can only make it when somebody's purchasing it. I am. <laughs> when I got my sinks. Um and I get must I got lucky. I guess it's the sink is hit and miss. Um some people get them and they love them and then other people get them and they're they're not having very good luck with them at all. Mine works great. Um I actually have two and and they both work great. But I started refilling the pods to my sink and you know, I knew when I ordered this thing, I ordered 18 milligram and 24 milligram. No, I didn't. I ordered 12 and 18. And um, the one set, when they went empty, I made up some 24 to put in them. Mm-hmm. And I, people are like, oh, my God, that's crazy high nicotine. I'm like, no, it's fucking not. People hear that number. That's another thing that really annoys me. So I guess this entire show is just going to be about shit that pisses me off. <laughs> that's fine. That's the mood I'm in. So um, it, People hear a number attached to a nicotine level. And, oh my God, 18 is scary high. 24 is scary high. 
it, oh, all you need is three milligram. I'm sorry. Shut up. You're stupid. You're showing your stupidity. Three milligram e-liquid is not going to work for a smoker. Even if they're putting that three milligram in uh, a Salito tank and running it at 30 watts, they are going to be sucking on that fucking thing all day. But that's the market now. If they if they don't if they can't get you in every two days to buy a thirty mil bottle of juice, they don't feel like they're doing their job. Well, and they've also brainwashed all of their customers into thinking that twelve, eighteen, and twenty four is dangerous when it's not. Who the it, hell's saying that? It, it fucking kills me. And I people and here's the thing about all of this this sub ohm stuff being available to to everybody and because of it being the most popular thing depending on what gear you're using your stuff in your nicotine level will vary i've got a nautilus mini sitting here on my provari that's got 12 in it i've got a sleeto tank sitting here on my infinity from ed with 12 in it and i've got a sink setting here that's got 18. those are the the three pvs i picked up when i walked into this room mm -hmm. one doesn't work any better than the other they're all serving the purpose and, yeah, and you know i i completely like scientifically i absolutely agree with that um Personally, I vape one milligram in no matter what I'm vaping with. 90% of the time I'm vaping out of an AIO, but, uh, you know, the other 10% of the time I could be dripping, I could be using a K-Fun, I could be, you know, doing a whole bunch of different stuff. I just stay with one milligram. Is that it, just it, so you know it's there? No, it's, yeah, well, no, it does, once your throat adjusts, to one milligram, you still get the throat hit. Once your throat adjusts, like you could jump from 12 to six and give it two or three days and eventually your throat will start to adjust and you'll start to feel a throat hit from it. And that's kind of how I've gauged when to move down for myself. And so now I'm down to one milligram and I still get a throat hit from it. That's the only reason I vape. It has nothing to do with nicotine. I get my nicotine from snooze. I don't get nicotine from from vaping anymore. It's literally just to feel that punch. It's the hand to mouth. It's it's the whole, you know, it's the whole experience that I used to get from smoking. It has nothing to do with nicotine replacement at this point. I am even my drippers. Um I have 12 in my drippers. Now, I did put some 6 milligram in my Sleeto tanks at Vape Bash. If you, if you come to VCC Tennessee, the Hingham Hill booth will have 12 milligram available. Oh, and will they have mutters? Mutters is not part of the standard issue, but if you promise me that you'll be there, I will bring you some mutters. And it's two weeks from Saturday, right? Uh, it's one week from Saturday. I thought it was the 29th. No, it's the 22nd and 23rd. Oh, I'll have to get... Well, I, well, and I also have to find out when my parents are coming. 
Yeah, see, so. All right. You're, I'll let you I'm know. Not, I'm not making any mutters for you. No, I'll let you know by Sunday whether I'm, I'm going to be there I'm or not. Really busy making juice for the for the event because I'm not. It's I, I might not even be there. I still haven't even decided if I'm going to be there. I've got people running my table. <sighs> I haven't even figured out whether or not I'm going to be there. But if I find out that you're going to be there and I'm not going to be there, I will send down a 30 mil of, of mutters just to give to you. Make Nick bring it? Uh, Nick, it'll be Nick, Chad, or Tony. I don't know who Chad and Tony are. Well, Chad and Tony are my, my business partners up here in Massachusetts. They're the ones who are going to run the Hingham Hill table. Tony, or, uh, Nick's going that down there technically representing... Um, his boss's e-liquid line. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, when I started ranting on the whole nicotine level thing, that that was my thing is when you started vaping five years ago. Mm -hmm. Six. Well, six. January will be seven <laughs> years. January will be seven years for me and Par. Mm -hmm. Um. When you started vaping all that long ago, mm -hmm. you had to read through everything was on ECF or right. it was on the vape shows. And the vape shows back then really had a big education platform to them. People would come right, in, right. they would ask a question, the host would answer, the people in the room would answer, everybody was answering all these questions. Oh, it, was, it was great. Yeah, it was great. And. And long about three years ago, mm -hmm. three years ago, four years ago, it started into this whole, you know, so-and-so sponsor in my show yep. and here's some free shit. Free, it was all about free shit. Yeah. That happened pretty quickly. And so people weren't being educated. They were being advertised to. Right. And, and that's normal in any industry. You know, true community is only going to last for so long in any industry. But the problem is, is that people tend not to recognize what's going on. They're being, you know, it goes from being part of a discussion to being barked at. And a lot of people just have a hard time recognizing when they're being barked at. And that's all that's going on now in the vapor industry is people are being barked at. That's it. And Does that then, make sense? And then they come here and I bitch at them. No, we bitch. <laughs> Just generally speaking, I'm not barking at anybody in the room right now. I'm not barking at anybody who's listening to the show. I'm just saying that this, this, is, this is how it works. This is how industry works. You know, you're being told that you need to have sucralose in your e-liquid. Otherwise, it doesn't taste good. Ugh. You know, <laughs> you're yeah, being told I... it needs it needs to have diacetyl in there or it doesn't taste good. And and it's it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you know what? If you're vaping nothing but sucralose-laden e-liquid and all of a sudden you switch to a clean e-liquid, you're not going to be able to taste anything. Yeah, because, because your taste buds are so overwhelmed with sucralose. I was that, that's listening. That's all you can taste now. I was listening to the replay um, of your guys' show when you were discussing sucralose, and and you guys did a little um, dedication for Eric. Um, and 
I, I am so staunchly against sucralose. Because you're an old schooler. We're, we're old school juice makers. We all understood this five years ago. No, that I you hated don't sucralose add, before I was a vapor. You don't add sweeteners to juice. It's not necessary as long as you know how to balance your flavors. It's not necessary. Yeah, but and not not only did they use it to cover up problems with their e-liquid, they made it a primary feature of their <laughs> e-liquid. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> that, and that's it's it's insane. It causes also even if it doesn't end up causing you know serious you know long term damage, I get my nose starts running, my mouth gets inundated with this sweet sickly nasty flavor that i can't get rid of people get headaches from it like there's all sorts of short-term stuff that is just wrong but they will not stop adding it to their e-liquid and this is all stuff that the old school e-liquid makers have always known just don't do it it's not necessary just find the right balance for your flavor mixture and you don't have to worry about over sweetening your shit you know, it's like it's like it's like covering up a, a nasty hot dog with a bunch of hot sauce. Like it's just just make a good make a better hot dog. <laughs> you know, it has always been a migraine trigger for me. For me, it just makes it makes my nose run like crazy. Nope. Um, and I, even I when I take like, like I, I refuse to vape anything that has sucralose. And you get all the juice makers who are saying, "Oh, well, there's only one percent sucralose in it." Well, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> is is that a tiny bit, or is that a shit ton? Can you tell me that? Well, like, and then of course, just because know. it only has one percent doesn't mean shit to me because when I vape it, my nose starts pouring glue. Yeah, and I'm so, okay because and, – and don't talk to me about when, when it's heated because my temperature control set on 350. Well, folks, I hate to tell you, but look at the temperature threshold for that shit when you heat it and every bit of research they've ever done. But, you know, let's – we won't even go there because um, people don't want to hear that shit, but that's okay. Because um, right. everything is supposed to be diet, low calorie, or you know, sugar. Sugar is the devil. Um, anything is the devil when you you're consuming it in excess. The, the, bo the bottom water. line is okay. I mean, we're talking about rel relative risk, right? When you vape a clean e liquid, your coil, like if it, if you're setting it up in a dripper, and you're you know you wrap yourself a fucking fancy old Clapton coil or whatever. If you vape a clean e-liquid in that dripper, it's going to last you a good two weeks, that coil. Yep. If you, if you throw a bunch of sucralose or any sweetener, I don't care if it's honey or AP or, you know, all this other shit that, that people can add to e-liquid to sweeten it. If you add any of that stuff, that coil is going to turn to junk within two days. Two, you know, two to two to four days, depending on how much how much of that shit is in there. That when when your coil is gunking up, that's an indication that there is a molecular transformation going on. Would you rather have that molecular transformation going on over the course of two weeks 
or two days or a month, as as most of the Hingham Hill e-liquids that I have, most of them you can you can get a, a solid month out of without having to change a coil. What would you want? What oh. would you want? Oh, I'm, no, I got sidetracked because Kathy Jacoma just put agave in chat because she knows that that just sets me off. It, but it's the it's the same thing. <laughs> she it's knows the that. Same thing. She it knows that. Matter. She just said it. she just did it, it because she knows that she knows that I want to take everybody out there that says, "Oh well, I'm putting agave in my e-liquid. I make my so now I want to fucking throw out." It's them. the same thing. You put agave in e-liquid. It's still a big honking molecule that doesn't vaporize. It doesn't. It doesn't vaporize. So your coil is going to turn to junk. And what does that tell you? When your coil turns to junk, when you get nothing but coal wrapped around your coil, that tells you that there's there's a transformation going on. There's a molecular change that's going on. So it's releasing, it's outgassing, and it's leaving behind carbon. What is that extra shit? What is that molecular transformation that's going on? That shit's going right into your lungs. And you're sucking in, oh yes, burnt Burnt whatever. Burnt matter. <laughs> and what oh, and you know, as Dr. Kissler likes to point out, you're introducing free radicals. This is never a good thing. But that's, you know, yeah. whatever. But as long as it's better than smoking, is what yeah. people say. As long as it's better than smoking. And and to an extent I agree with that. And that's why I tend not to like go absolutely ape shit about this stuff, generally speaking. Unless you're hanging out with me, and then I just but, I just feel well, the fire. I mean, that's the it thing. That's the thing. I play. I pay attention to this. I don't add any of this shit to my e-liquid. I see a whole slew of juice makers that have been coming out for the last two or three years that just pay zero attention to any of that, and they'll just add whatever the fuck they want to their e-liquid because it doesn't matter. It's still better than smoking. It's still better than smoking. And still better well, than smoking. And and I've been vaping it for six months. I ain't dead yet. That's got to be the stupidest fucking argument I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, but the it, thing it is, the thing crazy. is, I get so frustrated because I don't necessarily disagree with them. But what I disagree with is at least be forthcoming. At least tell people if they ask what you're adding, and don't go around saying, "Oh, well, there's only one percent," because you don't know what that one percent means. Say yes or no. Is there sucralose in this e-liquid? Yes or no? 1%? Yes. That means yes, there's sucralose in that e-liquid. And, and I said the same decision. thing. And I, but and don't I listen to them the when, they, when they tell you there's only 1%, therefore it's not harmful. You know, you can't say that. That was the exact and, same way I was about um, diacetyl and AP. Just yes, disclose, just disclose it. it. You don't have to say it. how much is in there. Is it there? Yes or no? I don't know. I can't count or I the don't number. Know. Of sh- the, I can't count the number of shows I was on with Demetrius, uh, where we discussed that, and he kept barking at me, saying, "Look, we're talking about parts per million, parts per million, parts per million, diacetyl, diacetyl, diacetyl." Yes, I've run the numbers, and if you're using, you know, say uh, TPA's graham cracker at four percent. The, the potential diacetyl content of, of that in your e-liquid is like around the 200 part, parts per million range. Is that a lot? I don't know. He doesn't know. Nobody knows. 
but those are the kind of things that that people need to be asking questions about not whether or not it's in there i mean i i don't give a shit if somebody wants to use capella v1 vanilla custard i don't care you want to use it fine fucking use it tell people that there is diacetyl or ap in their e-liquid be honest and say it's there and if you don't test for it, say you don't test for it. Don't try to bullshit your way through it. Don't, Just say don't you don't. You, the... you haven't tested for it. There are plenty of legitimate reasons not to test for a particular e-liquid. There are plenty of legitimate reasons. If you're a mom and pop, there are plenty of legitimate reasons. But do not fucking lie about it. And and you have to test it because you can't always count on. Well, the flavor if, vendor you say, if you say honest. you're testing for it, you can't just test for it once and then three years later say, "Yeah, we tested for it." You have well, to you have to test for it consistently. And you know, V1 said for a long time, right on the website, it was diacetyl free. It was great. It was fine. It was wonderful. And then Dr. Farsalinos came out with this test, and all of a sudden, this flavoring company came out with V2 and everything. Well, why? What was wrong with V1? You said V1 was fine, but nobody wanted... We had so much of an influx of new vapors that they didn't understand what was there. They knew nothing about e-liquid. But a lot of it was a witch hunt, and I don't don't necessarily agree with that. Um, It was put out there as a witch hunt for a long time, and and it really bugged the shit out of me because a lot of the people that were fueling this witch hunt had absolutely little to no knowledge of DIY. So they had no idea what they were, what shit right, pot right. they were even stirring to begin with. Right, which was right. A whole and, that, and, that's, and that's when I kind of, I put my foot down and I said, look, look, you can't say that you should never have any diacetyl or AP or acetoene or any of these compounds in your e-liquid because they do add they do add a certain quality to an e-liquid. It adds, you know, and if somebody likes a buttery flavored e-liquid or a desserty flavored e-liquid, these compounds are kind of necessary. So, but the thing is, is let the consumer make their own decision. That was my thing. I don't, I don't want to see all e-liquid manufacturers do away with all these compounds, including sucralose. I don't want to see them doing away with it because it gives people options. But at the same time, if a company wants to market their e-liquid as being completely diacetyl-free and sucralose-free and they can back their shit up with testing, then more power to them. I mean, that's that's how the free market is supposed to work. Period. Period. You know, it took to yell at e-liquid manufacturers because they contain these ingredients doesn't do anybody a service because these ingredients are necessary if you're looking at variety of flavor, period. They are completely necessary. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Oh, I completely agree with that. And I mean, I've always been about the disclosure. Just, just be honest. Just that's that's it. That's it. And when I say disclosure, I'm not even saying you have to necessarily put it on, on the label. Although, if it's an ingredient in your e-liquid, sucralose, I think it kind of makes sense to put it on the ingredient list. 
Uh, me personally, I think it makes sense to actually put it on the ingredient list, but I don't, I don't think it should be, you know, necessitated by law unless it's actually proven that it's harmful to inhale. And it hasn't been. I mean, there's a lot of research out there that, that says that when it's heated to a certain, you know, temperature, it releases certain carcinogens. Uh, and I take that to heart. That's, you know, one of the reasons why I won't vape it or put it in my e-liquid. But I also don't think that you necessarily need to dis need to put some sort of cancerous warning on it until somebody, you know, falls dead from vaping it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, un unless there's proof that it causes cancer, I don't see, I don't see a reason to, uh, to necessarily put a big fat warning label on it. But I do think that putting it on the label so that people can make decisions for themselves probably makes a little sense. You know, just as an ingredient, you know, I put, I put on, I mean, what do I put on my labels? Uh, VG, PG, artificial and or natural flavorings and nicotine, if it's not zero milligram, you know, so why not throw on sucralose? Why not throw on, throw on stevia if you're not ashamed of it? Natural you know? or but, artificial but, sugar, some stupid shit. I don't yeah. Know. Whatever, whatever you're adding to that e-liquid to no, add I a don't flavor. Want to it i don't want to if go... you're not ashamed if you're not ashamed of it why not put it on your ingredient list why well, not do that but here's where i'm at with this ingredient list stuff okay mm -hmm. do i think that some of this stuff should be disclosed yes i really do but what i don't want i don't want to go to a vape shop and buy a bottle of e-liquid which is a very rare occasion as we all know um, but I don't want to have to go, when I go and get a bottle of vendor e-liquid, I don't want it to come with a stack of fucking paperwork. No, and, and like that's why I say what I say. You're absolutely right. It, it, it shouldn't have to come with a, a bunch of paperwork. But if there are no, if, if it becomes known, say 10, 20, 30 years from now, if it becomes known that certain components in e-liquid do cause cancer or do cause certain health problems, it should absolutely be disclosed on the label. But until that happens, just disclosing when somebody asks whether or not a component is in the e-liquid should be enough. Yeah, I don't think that, well, this might someday or it could someday. I don't think that those terms are justification for some things. If, if there's a very high likelihood, that's fine. But how many I, times did they stop making red M&Ms? <laughs> yep. <laughs> For no good reason. No, yep. they stopped making red M&Ms several times because the red dye was found to cause cancer in rodents. I don't know how many M&Ms they fed these rodents. I don't know if they shot these rodents up with this red dye or what they did. Yeah, but, but if you read into that bullshit, you find out that it's bullshit. I mean, but how much of that, of that red dye are people actually eating? That's not my point. But my point no, here no, is... No, no, I understand your point, though. Did M&Ms have to go back and make this big, huge public spectacle of the fact that, oh, we, had, we were forced to stop doing... No, nobody ever knew why red M&Ms went away. Nobody knew why red M&Ms came back. 
and, and nobody it didn't, knew. It didn't affect their sales. <laughs> it didn't do a fucking thing. It didn't but, affect their so, sales. So, well, I believe I do. I'm, I'm going to stop buying M and M's because the red ones are gone. Yeah, boycott M and M's. They stopped making red. Mm. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne only eats the red ones. <laughs> oh, oh, ooh, shiny. There is a a um, uh, a Second Life store here. You know, um, basically what anybody else would know is a thrift shop. We went by there the other day. We were going to the hardware store. I needed more PVC pipe for my, my hydroponic expansion. And I'm like, oh, look, 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 look. There was a four-foot-tall M&M guy out in front of the, the Second Life store. I damn near went back and bought it. Hmm. I have never, I've never seen one. And it, it just made me giggle for the day. But yeah, so anyhow, I have actually seen a four foot tall M&M. <laughs> um, but, you know. How, how, what was his shoe size? I don't know. No. I, 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 didn't, I didn't get close enough to even make a, a vague guess. I would say maybe a, a size 400. Bigger than Shaq? Yeah, we'll just go with bigger than Shaq. Um, but so here we set in education and knowledge of vaping has gone bye-bye. By and large, yes. By and large, it has gone bye-bye. You got, you got people like me talking about it all the time and, and trying to give people a little bit of an education in small doses. Um you know, I've I've done shows where people have sent me email afterwards and went, "Thanks, Teach, that was boring as shit." I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that, and and in in that case, folks, stop the podcast and turn the fucking radio on. Um, but by and large, it's not about that anymore. It's not about helping. Uh, that new guy understand what he's doing, how to make his gear work, what'll make his gear gear work better, um, what gear he might like better. All of that has, for the most part, just fucking disappeared. And I find that makes my heart hurt to see Mm -hmm. that because I think the loss of all of that and the loss of... I was all for these big meats. I don't have anything against these big meats. I really don't. They're just not my cup of tea. I and, love meat. <laughs> I got five gallons of it. Um, gallons? Yeah, I brought it home. I Is brought that it, how we measure meat now? No, I thought you said mead. Oh, no, meat. Oh, yeah, I like that too. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... These these huge meets or conventions or or trade shows or whatever the fuck you want to call them, they don't take into account the part that made us a community. The part where you know we were trying to help somebody, we were just trying to pass along some information. We weren't just trying to upsell their gear. We weren't just trying to sell them our product and tell them that that the the other guy's product sucked. Um, right. And I. I don't think that was good for us. And it kind of makes me feel like I don't belong anymore. Right. 
Right. I, I feel like when I quit my day job a year and a half ago, I feel like it was the absolute worst time for me to do so because the industry was so cutthroat and so marketing driven that there was no place left for me. And I've I've suffered the consequences of that. It was, you know, it was a completely different industry, especially up here in New England. I would have done so much better if if I was doing my thing up here five years ago or six years ago as opposed to two years ago. Uh, it, 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 there's no place left for me here. I just, I honestly, and that's what I feel a lot of the time anymore is, is I don't, I don't belong. I'm not in very, well, I'm in a lot of vape groups. I don't know how the fuck I keep getting out of these goddamn things. <sighs> Facebook should have a setting that, that says people that you got to be able to just click one little box that nobody can add you to a group. They could invite you to like it or invite you to join it, but they can't automatically add you. But no, they don't fucking have that setting. Everybody and their goddamn brother can add you to 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 Joe Blow's circle clouds up his ass. And Woo-hoo. at some point, you got to figure out that you're in there and leave the fucking thing, which is just just drives me insane. I hate it. But anyway, um, I'm not active in very many groups anymore. No, I, I don't, I don't really post anything in any Facebook groups, including the DIY group, which I admin. Yeah. Along with you. I, I just don't, I don't feel the need anymore. Like people ask questions and, and just people immediately start barking answers. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't even want to get involved because anytime I have anything to say, I just get shot down and, you know, I don't know. It, it's kind of a it's kind of a problem because no, you know, nobody other than the other admins in the group know who I am, so they just don't want to pay attention to anything I have to say anyway. So it's like, why even why even speak up? Why even give my two cents if? Um, I still do though. Um, DIY is something that that I really enjoy. Um, and I think it's one of the last areas of vaping that there is actually a learning environment still. I mean, are there groups out there that are nothing but recipe after recipe after recipe? Yeah, there are. And there are a lot of people. DIY has just fucking exploded. Um, mm-hmm. Along with the regulations came a huge influx of people into DIY. Uh, and the reason that I still stay active in the DIY group and I still keep answering questions is because to me it is a, that DIY group specifically, um, I can't talk to any of the other ones, but that DIY group specifically is still about the the knowledge of DIY and right. how how to gain more knowledge of it. Not just, hey, yo, I got this, this, and this, what can I make with it? Um, I don't know. What do you think you can make with those? What percentage do you like those at? Why is that important? Well, let me tell you why testing out all your flavors on their own. I don't recommend anybody ever try Jasmine all on its (laughs) own. Um, 
amber all on its own uh black pepper all on its own don't do that cardamom all on its own don't do that there, there are a lot of flavors out there that are accents um tark uh tark put up a post in there the other day and he was talking about how where the fuck did bacon go right and, yeah i saw that yeah saw that. and and i'm with him on that one because i gotta tell you before flavor west came out with salted caramel you you could take flavor art caramel or you could take TPA caramel and you could add just a teeny tiny. It was one of the few things that I added in drops um, of the bacon and it gave it that salt back note and it just made it so yummy. Mm-hmm. But people need to learn flavors. So, but DIY is one of them things where we haven't completely lost our grasp on it yet because it's still about learning. It's still about the knowledge. And I like that. And, and DIY, I think is the only chance we have long-term um, of maintaining people's interest in vaping. Uh, as long as we can get nicotine, DIY will thrive. Um, e-liquid manufacturing, however, is going to disappear. Just outright. If the current regulations continue doing what they're doing, and it ends up, you know, becoming what we anticipate it becoming, DIY is the only way you're going to have um, a good uh, selection of different flavors. Period. Yep. Oh, Jacatro says they're all going to make one shots and charge the same. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, oh. that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. Yeah, anybody that's out there that's making flavor shots and telling you that, that they're going to be able, or implying to you that they're going to be able to circumvent regulations that way is fucking delusional. That's my opinion. It's not a fact, but that is my opinion. They are fucking delusional. Yeah, especially if they're advertising it. <laughs> it's absolutely delusional. And say, oh well, I'm, it's 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 for candy making. Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. Um, now you you're gonna see short term. I think you're gonna see a lot of CBD sales. Um, as far as like the the hipsters, the the vapesters, as I like to call them. The uh, fuck boys. <laughs> uh, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of CBD sales. Um, and, and I'm not. That's not to say that I'm that I'm anti CBD because I do think that uh, there is some benefit to CBD use. Uh, but it has nothing to do with getting people off smokes. It has nothing to do with it, and it has everything to do with continuing the uh, the marketing fiasco. Uh, that vaping has become uh, along, you know, and trying to skirt FDA regulations uh -huh. instead of, instead of using nicotine. Now they're using CBD. It's a completely different type of uh, supplement that does have some benefits to it. But as of right now, it's purely being used as an out for the major e-liquid companies 
the major hipster e-liquid companies uh, in order to just maintain rele- relevance. I don't, but in general, I do not have a problem with CBD. And you know, I've been I've been looking at it, I've tested it out, and you know, there is definitely some benefit to it, depending on what your symptoms are. So I don't have a problem with it. But to use it as another marketing avenue, I think is. Well, did you read the? Oh shit! I don't even know where it was from. I posted it. You probably didn't read it. Um, of course, I don't think most people read it, but Margo and I were bitching a couple weeks ago, and by the way, guys, thank you for being patient and not sending me hate mail about not being here last week. It was my husband's birthday, and he comes first on my priority list, so, you know, there's, there's that. Mm. Um, but there was an article about, um, the FDA and... The recent uh, rule that they submitted to the OMB, again, of course, and specifically talking about people who are making health claims. Right. Did you read that? Uh, yes, yes. But I mean, this, this isn't new news. It's not new news. But it's, it is them that they put it in writing. Mm-hmm. And I have been talking about precedent for a long time. I have been talking about intended use for a long time. And the one thing that that article laid out for me was precedent that word kept going through my mind over and over and over again because it specifically says in there that if a product makes a health claim it is now a medical device right so we know how the government likes to be involved in in overreach. They're all about the overreach, never about the underreach. Boy, that sounded filthy, didn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of getting a little warm yeah, over it's here. Not what I, I didn't mean it that way, but <laughs> they're they're all about the overreach. So here is here is my food for thought for people. Say you got a vendor out there. And it doesn't even necessarily, Jay, have to be a big one. It could be Joe Podunk. But Joe Podunk takes an article, takes an ad space out in his local newspaper. And I'm says, sorry, he, he doesn't have to be a, the, a big one? He doesn't have to be a big vendor. Okay. Asshole. You're just not <laughs> helping me get this out of the gutter at all. All right, go, go not, ahead. You're not helping me at all. So... Even if it's a you know little Joe Podunk and he takes an ad out in his local newspaper and says, "This Joytech AIO that we carry in our shop will help you quit smoking." That is a health claim, right? The, the FDA has come out and point blank said, even in their webinars, that that is a health claim. Because they consider smoking a disease. 
Which is accurate but irrelevant in this conversation. Uh, I, I don't think that's accurate. I don't think smoking is a disease. It's a behavior. No, no, no. I meant that they say it's a disease. Oh, yes. yes. That, that was an accurate statement on your part. Yes, they do say okay. it is. Okay. Yes. But so Joe Podunk's little ad now under this addition to the deeming rule that they submitted, that's a health claim. Right. And by this new addition that they're sliding in there, that they sent over to the OMB, that makes that product no longer a tobacco product. But a medical device. Medical device. Which, which I mean, the irony is, is that the... Um, the onus on a company claiming a medical device over a tobacco product under the current set of regulations for either respective product are essentially the same. Uh, so the, it the doesn't really matter. It doesn't even matter. The it doesn't medical even device is actually worse because you have it, to but do not by the eight-year clinical you, trial when, studies. When you're, when you're looking at PMTA, you still have to look at clinical trials. You st you're still looking at all this other shit, so it doesn't even matter. That's what I've been trying to tell people to this point. When you look at the PMTA process, it's essentially the same fucking process that people have to deal with with pharmaceuticals. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're not a pharmaceutical now, so we have to deal with the tobacco products, you know, category. But... <laughs> When, they, when they're looking at new products for the tobacco products category, they're essentially putting us under the same umbrella as far as what you have to prove or disprove. Just a different set of hoops. It's, it's a different set of hoops, but they're essentially saying the same thing. It doesn't matter. Like PMTA, you still have to prove that you're not doing any harm to the general public. You still have to prove, like through clinical and, and scientific trials, that you're not doing any damage. It's the same goddamn thing. They're just calling it something different. Now, but here's my question. Did, did I keep tumbling around? Because, you know, I mean, number one, if Joe Podunk over there ends mm. up doing this stupid ass advertising and getting his stuff you know and because he said this would help you quit smoking that's a health claim the the precedent said in that if they if they actually take this guy to court over it and they get a court ruling on it is that now not just joe podunks are a medical device but everybody else that sells that exact same product is now a medical device right my question is this we have drugs on the market that are harmful. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots and lots of them. Just yep. call a fucking lawyer. Turn on your TV. Every damn day you see some, basically what I call television ambulance chasing. Have you or someone you know ever taken the drug Pradaxa? Um, but they're still on the market. Right, because they come with the fucking the, the book of paperwork when you get them. Is one of these routes going to be more advantageous than the other? Do I want to be a medical device? No, I do not want them to be a medical device. I don't want them to be a fucking tobacco product either. I don't want them to be either fucking one. 
I, I want them to be a standard consumer product where if if your product is found to cause harm, you get sued out of existence. Um, Vicky. And if and if it's found to be completely harmless, harmless, you're left alone. This is this is the American way. This is how f- the free market is supposed to work. I don't I don't know how to pronounce Vicky's last name. Do you? Signat uh, Vicky? Oh, I don't remember her last name. Oh, it's big and long and yeah, it's it's it, I can't pronounce it. But anyway, Signat Vicky. Everybody knows who that is. If you don't, yes, you I, haven't I, been I a bought, vapor I for longer than years. I bought my first kit from Signat. I know. Me too. Um I bought a lot of stuff from Signat. Signat good profits. Um but she said something one time, and um, actually it was at Vape Bash last year when uh, she was talking about how she, when she was talking to legislators, she said, she said to them, you don't get to name our baby. Mm-hmm. And what she was referring to was them shoehorning us into a tobacco product. Right. You don't get to name our baby. I love that. And it has stuck with me over and over and over again. And that's what they're doing, folks. Jan, I know that's her last name. I just don't know how to pronounce that. (laughs) Vicky the Greek. (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, and don't, don't, guys, just skip it. Don't even try to put it phonetically in the chat because I just don't know how to pronounce that. It's Signot Vicky. Um, but, you know, I think that has been one of the, the most accurate descriptions ever. You don't get to name our baby. That's what they're attempting to do. Yeah, and that's the thing. The, the, for some reason, the onus is put on us. No, no. When you're talking about government and you're talking about government force, the onus needs to put on them. You need to prove, for whatever reason, that our product is harmful. And if you can't, leave us the fuck alone. And if you find out that we're making misleading claims or this and that, then, you know, that's fraud. And, and, and that can be solved through the courts. But until that happens, leave us the fuck alone. This is our baby. We are solving a very large problem here. And we're doing a damn good fucking job of it. So leave us the fuck alone. This is our baby. I think that, that, no, I get it. Um, (laughs) And I'm telling you, have you ever gotten to sit and talk to her or listen to her speak, seen her do a presentation at a meet or an advocacy panel? I've never been in the same room with her. She is a force to be reckoned with. She is. um, That woman is, is amazing. I mean, there are a lot of people that have gotten involved with with advocacy that that the mere mention of their name and everybody knows it um vicky's not one of them people you know she's she kind of goes under the radar you know a lot of us old timers know who signat vicky is because right she had great products at a really good price and that's where everybody went 
Yeah, she had the reliable but stuff. This this woman is a force to be reckoned with, and anybody that's ever heard her speak um, in an advocacy panel, I bet you they walked away remembering her name. Um, there are so Except many. For you. <laughs> well, I know her name. I just can't pronounce it. It's yeah, it's sick, not Vicky. Um, but she she phrases things in terms that everybody can understand. Oh my God, her website has not changed in six years. I'm I'm there now. Oh yeah, no, it has. It's the same exact website. Um, <laughs> hey, if you got something that works, stick with it. Yeah. Um, but she she puts information out there that everybody can understand. You don't need to get a, a dictionary out and try to try to look up the names of shit that you can't even pronounce, let alone try to spell. Um, and I appreciate that. You know, I'm I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the big name advocates that their names come out and everybody goes, oh yeah, I know who that is. You know, I follow so-and-so. I, I don't care. Um, there are a lot of people that are involved with advocacy on a daily basis. And 99.9% .9 of vapors wouldn't know their fucking name if they wore it on their shirt. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people fighting this fight that never get frustrated. I don't know how they do it, but I'm thankful that they do. I get frustrated a lot. And I think that's why I stopped being active in so many of the groups and so many forums. And it just got where... you Okay. This, you know, what I've got to say is not what they want to hear, so they're just not going to listen anyway. But yeah, I think, um, I think the phrase, you don't get to name our baby, is one of the best things I've heard in the last three years. Mm hmm. So. That's about it. Oh, oh, I did say, I did say that I was going to talk about this fucking story. All right. Oh, those are my favorite stories. Yeah, I'm going to read it fast. It's not going to be the kind of fucking story you want to hear, though. Oh. Yeah, this is the one from the Libertarian Republic. Thanks, Margo. Thanks, Jan. You pissed me off. Advocates of tobacco tax on e-cigarettes use dead kids in ad campaign. <laughs> Yeah, this was published October the 11th. Anti-tobacco advocates are launching an advertisement campaign centered on dead children in support of raising the tobacco tax and applying it to electronic cigarettes in California. A coalition of healthcare and cancer groups are joining together to dump 5,600 toe tags used for dead bodies in a morgue from a body bag in front of the Sacramento lobbying offices of Altria Tuesday, the parent company of the tobacco giant Philip Morris USA. The tags are said to be a representation of the number of children in California who become smokers and later die from associated health issues, reports the Sacramento Bee. 
The campaign in support of Proposition 56, by the way, if you're in California, vote no to Prop 56, which will raise the tobacco tax in California from 87 cents to $2.87 if approved by voters on the November ballot. Proponents of the tax hike argue it is necessary to dissuade people from smoking cigarettes, but the smoking rate in California is 12%, the second lowest rate in the country. The ballot would also allow the state government to begin taxing e-cigarette sales, which opponents argue harms an industry helping smokers quit. Well, that's because we are. Right. California voters have not raised the state tobacco tax since 1998. Oh, that's almost 18 years ago. That's when Bernie was born. Which is relatively low compared to other Democratic states like New York, where the tax on tobacco is $4.35 per pack. Huh. Let people make their own choices, Stephen Greenhut, Western Region Director of the R Street Institute, told NPR. Vaping is not entirely safe, but it's pretty clear that vaping is far less harmful than smoking. Hey, thanks, dude. Only a small portion of the money raised off the proposed taxes will actually go towards the state services in California to help smokers quit. <gasps> Isn't that shocking? And the ones that and the funds that do go towards towards helping people to quit will go towards educating them on the fact that patches and gum are so much more effective than e-cigarettes. Because we approve them. Yes. Yes. And we're bought and paid by them. Yes. Of the $1.4 billion in annual revenue from the tax. Supposed. Because just, the, people will just end up buying cigarettes from out of state. Yes. Just 13% would go towards cessation programs. So it's not about the, health. Yeah, it's not about health people. They're going to, they're gonna, under the guise of saving the dead children... They're going to collect $1.4 billion, that's with a B, annual revenue. How do you save thing. dead children? I don't know. And 13% of that would actually go towards cessation programs. Okay, because that makes all the sense in the world because it's about health. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration finalized a rule in May forcing all vape products to be regulated the same way as cigarettes, and many local vape vendors are anticipating closure within the next two years. Shops and manufacturers across the U.S. will have to submit a pre-market tobacco application to the FDA for every single product sold. Vendors and manufacturers have until August, August the 8th of 2018 to submit the applications which range in cost from $100,000 to $400,000 each. I don't know where they got that number because I don't agree with that number, but that's the number they used. Anyway, that's still a fuck ton of money. Um, $1.4 billion. But, you know, hey, because it's all about saving people, we're just going to use 13% of it towards cessation programs. I would like to think that the people in the state of California would really want to know where the other 87 fucking percent is going. Right. Of 1.4 billion, with a B, dollars. It's going towards infrastructure where it, their money should have been going all along. 
Who'd have thought? On that cheerful note, I think we're out of here, Jay. Yeah, I'm tired. All right. Come to VCC, please. I, I got, let me call my mom and see when her and my dad, because they're going to stop here on their way to Florida this year. All right. Well, let me know because there are a lot of people not going to be there and it's really kind of making me feel like I don't need to be there, even though I have a table. All right. Well, I'm trying. All right. All right. Because I won't be able to make VaporCon, so I got to see some vapors somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right. Night, Jay. Good night. Bye, everybody.